This podcast episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? That can be anything from depression, anxiety, relationship challenges, challenges at school, with your parents. BetterHelp is here to help you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can even start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life. Visit trybetterhelp.com forward slash Fireflies Unite. Again, that's trybetterhelp.com forward slash Fireflies Unite and join over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offers for Fireflies Unite listeners and get 10% off of your first month at trybetterhelp.com forward slash Fireflies Unite. Fireflies Unite with Kia, your weekly podcast from the perspective of individuals thriving with a mental illness. We are normalizing the conversation about mental health within communities of color to foster mental wellness and empowerment. Welcome to another episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast with me, Kia, where our mission is to bring light into darkness, just like the fireflies, by simply sharing the stories of people of color who live and thrive with mental health conditions and to normalize the mental health conversation. I am excited, as always, to bring you another episode. And today we are going to talk about 10 gratefulness habits for a happier life. So we will be talking about having a attitude of gratitude. So let's jump right in. So it's no secret that grateful people are actually happier. Research findings, particularly in the rapidly emerging field of positive psychology, it has shown that gratefulness and life satisfaction, they go hand to hand. Those who tend to be more grateful rather than bitter are more positive and actually satisfied with their lives. So I will share 10 habits. So I will share 10 habits of people with an attitude of gratitude. So tip number one, grateful people don't expect that life is going to give them everything they deserve. They realize that good things do not always happen to good people. And they have given up the notion of that life owes them anything more than it can offer. They know that life is not fair and they simply move on. It's very interesting because sometimes we feel like, oh, you know, well, good things is supposed to happen to good people. But as we know, that's not realistic because bad things happen to good people all the time. Just think of that and be sure that when you're thinking about creating an attitude of gratitude, that you don't begin to expect that life is going to give you everything that you deserve because that's just not the way that life works. Tip number two, grateful people do not have preconditions to their happiness. So they don't think things like, if this happens, then only I will be happy. So like, if I get this car only, then I'll be happy. If I pay this debt off, then only I will be happy. That's very, that's not actually realistic because yes, we may be happier to a certain extent, but there are still areas of that our life that will present us with some challenges. So 
walking around with the condition that you'll be happy if you get a degree, if you get this job, if you make the certain amount of money, you're actually setting yourself up for failure. Tip number three, people who are grateful have realized that you cannot have the rainbow without the rain. They see rainy days as a normal part of life rather than seeing it as an aberration and learn from the rain rather than just wait for it to go away. So realizing that you cannot have one without the other, they are still grateful for everything. So turns out that the thorns only make the rose seem sweeter. Tip number four, grateful people have hope. So no matter what happens, hope is not lost. They take comfort in the fact that once the sun sets, it rises the next day. They have faith that there is more to life. So it's interesting because I know what it's like not to have hope as a person who's been deep into a depression, who has attempted suicide, and who was actually quite struggling the first month or two in the beginning of the year and was really struggling hard with suicidal thoughts. So I know what it's like not to have hope, but not having hope is a symptom of depression and not necessarily a character flaw of someone else. But overall, even if you struggle with depression, it's still very important to practice gratitude. Tip number five, those who are steeped in bitterness and grudges have no space in their heart to be grateful. So forgiving your spouse for mistakes, forgiving your children for making choices that would not have been your own and giving up grudges are all examples. And there's even a podcast episode that I did where it talked about New Year's resolutions that are not typical that people set. And one of those was forgiveness. And unforgiveness actually has a terrible impact on not only your emotional and mental health, but also your physical health. I'll be sure to leave that link in the show notes as it mentions uh, the importance of forgiveness and how unforgiveness impacts your mental health. Tip number six, people who are grateful know that a grateful attitude takes work. So gratefulness does not always come naturally, especially during like the most challenging times of our lives. They have to work at it. So they might read affirmations, seek support from others or counseling. So I want to encourage you to do the same. Having an attitude of being grateful, it's actually very hard to do that. I can so relate. But if we continue to work at it, it, it's a muscle. You know, our brain is a muscle and we have to continue to practice things. And the more we do it, the easier it becomes. Tip number seven, grateful people have healthy thinking habits. They go by the model, think straight, feel great. The all or nothing or irrational thinking such as it's awful and I can't stand it is reserved for life-threatening circumstances, not for everyday petty annoyances. And I think that's important that we begin to shift our mindset from day to day because a lot of times we can go to the extreme just by something very small happening in our everyday lives. Tip number eight, grateful people are flexible in their thinking. People who think in a flexible way are actually at an advantage in life. They don't cling stubbornly to ways of thinking that do not work and do not consider a shift in their attitude as a meaning a personal defeat has occurred. Tip number nine, people who love to learn tend to actually be grateful. Grateful people focus more on the lessons they learn and can get out of each situation rather than the disappointments. After all, we know that life is our greatest teacher. So teaching us things that no one else could. And last tip, tip number 10, grateful people define their self-worth by their determination and their dreams, not their regrets and disappointments. A grateful mindset has no room for excessive self-recrimination. 
So here's something to think about when we are trying to practice our attitude of gratitude. So there's actually a book in the positive psychology field um, called Thanks, How the New Science of Gratitude Can Make You Happier by UC Davis psychology professor Robert Emmons. So he shows that people who focus on being grateful are whole and happier people. So in this study with college students, he and his co-professor found that in a 10-week study that those who wrote down five things each day that they were grateful resulted in being 25% more happier than students who were simply asked to write down five things that happened each week. This study is just one of the many that revealed that consciously practicing gratefulness makes us feel good. So being grateful and thankful is truly a choice and it's a gift to yourself. And I want to encourage you to practice it. It's free as well. So if we choose to focus on what we are grateful for rather than what goes wrong in our lives, we will get a great side effect to this attitude of gratitude. And if we are happier, people tend to be happier with us and we are happier with them. So actually it's a win-win. So the next time that life does not really go the way that you deserve, remember that it's not a matter of whether life deserves your gratitude. You deserve it. So let's bring in the fireflies because we're about to get into some homework so we can actually start practicing our attitude of gratitude. So I want to encourage you to think of 10 things that you are grateful for. And it's actually a gratefulness campaign for you to start in your own life. We could even do it as a as a community. I'm open to that. So here are things that I'm actually grateful for. I'm grateful for family and friends. I'm grateful to be working on my business that derived from my mental health recovery. I'm thankful for my therapist because she's the best. I'm thankful for having a home. I'm thankful to be alive. I'm thankful that people see me as an inspiration. And I'm thankful for my work ethic because I truly believe that my work ethic is slightly unmatched. <laughs> so they can be anything. And one, another thing that I'm actually grateful for are the use of my lens. A lot of people don't actually really, I don't know how, how many people actually think of that, but that's something that I actually think of often and I pray about. And I actually say, you know, God, I'm thankful for my limbs because there are so many people who do not have the use of their limbs. And it's something that we easily take for granted. I also want to encourage you to bring this list that you write down of the 10 items and review it at least five times a day and see how it makes you feel. Even if you have a terrible day, still pull it out. You can put the 10 things you're grateful for in your phone. You can put 10 things that you're grateful for on a post-it or a However you need to do it, just write down the 10 things that you're grateful for. And then each week, make a new list of at least 10 items and review it frequently and pay attention to how it impacts your mood. Even I said, like I said, even if you're having a really tough time, still do it because that's the time when we actually need it the most. Another thing that I want to encourage you to do is think about what are current challenges that you are facing that you are not grateful for. And then write down what are blessings in these challenges? You know, what can you learn from them? Because remember that many times blessings become curses and curses become blessings. And I often think about the scripture, one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, Romans eight twenty eight, And we know that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose, because it makes me think about 
how I didn't set out to do this work that I'm doing with mental health, like not one bit. It was not a part of my plan. If you would ask me five years ago, 10 years ago, I would not have told you I would have been doing the work that I'm doing, but I'm actually very grateful and I'm very fulfilled in the work that I do. So that's something that was a challenge, you know, battling with depression, attempting suicide, now being newly diagnosed with bipolar disorder. So those are things that are definitely challenges, but despite that, I was able to pull some good out of that. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Another thing that you can do is you can take each letter in your name and write down an adjective or either write a sentence. Um, that's an affirmation for you. So I did my, I, I didn't write an affirmation with each letter of my name, but I did write an adjective. So my name is Takia. I know most people think it's just Kia just because I go by Kia for short, but it is Takia and it only has four letters. So for T, I wrote talented. For K, I wrote kind. For E, I wrote empathetic. And for A, I wrote accomplished. So I want to encourage you to do the same. And these are just different tips that you can use in your life to start a gratefulness campaign and see how it impacts your overall mental and emotional well-being. So for this week's therapist shout out, we are shouting out Vessels Consulting Group, and they are located in Los Angeles, California, the previous name of the business was KW Essential Services, but the name has been changed. And one of the clinicians there um, is Keandra Jackson, who I absolutely adore. She has been supporting me well before the podcast even launched. I remember reaching out to her um, to interview her before the podcast launched so I can gather a whole bunch of interviews before I launched the podcast. And she was super supportive and she has been supporting me ever since. And so I just want to take this moment to shout the practice out. So if anyone is in the Los Angeles, California area and you're looking for a clinician, um, she's it's her and other clinicians as well. So she's not the only clinician in the practice. So feel free to check them out. I'll be sure to leave their link in the show notes. And if you check them out, be sure to let them know that Kia of the Fireflies Unite podcast sent you over. All right, you all. So that wraps up this week's episode of the podcast. And I want to remind you the wellness recovery action plan is a self-designed prevention and wellness training that anyone can use to get well, stay well, and create the life they desire. So RAP will help you in so many ways from discovering ways to create hope, support, and advocate for yourself. Discover your own simple and safe wellness tools. You'll be able to gain clarity on your values and your beliefs. You will also develop a list of things to do every day to stay well and identify upsetting events, early warning signs, and signs that things have gotten worse and develop action plans for responding at these times. You also develop a crisis plan as well as a post-crisis plan. So it's a evidence-based practice. And what that basically means is that it's been tried and tried again. And so many people have done it. And it is proof that this works. Like I said, it's been a game changer for me. So I want to encourage you to join me in class. I'm super excited about offering this to the community. So y'all don't play your sister out and be sure to register today. Thank you all for listening. You have a blessed week and I will talk to you next week. I hope that you obtain tools and resources from the Fireflies Unite podcast to help you manage your mental health. But please do not use it as a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist or psychiatrist. Let's continue the conversation by following me on Fireflies Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.